We are back again with City of Wellington Clerk Tara Stevens to talk all things election, and today's topic is third-party advertising. So this was a new term that we were all introduced to in 2018, uh, but City Clerk Tara Stevens, what is third-party advertising? Yeah, thanks, Mark. So third-party advertising refers to advertisements or other materials that support, promote, or oppose a candidate or support, promote, or oppose a yes or no answer to a question on the ballot. Third party is, in this context, is a person or an entity who is not a candidate. Third party advertising is separate from any candidate's campaign and must be done independently from a candidate. Any advertisements or materials that are made and distributed by a candidate or under a candidate's direction are part of the candidate's campaign. Okay. You kind of touched on it, um, but we'll just uh, revisit it. So who can be a third party advertiser? And if they have to register like a candidate does, when do they need to register their third party advertising candidacy? (laughs) So only those who are registered can spend money on a third party advertising. So the following are eligible to register as a third party advertiser. So any person who is a resident of Ontario, a corporation carrying a business in Ontario, a trade union that holds bargaining rights for employees in Ontario. So if two or more corporations are owned or controlled by the same person or people, or if one corporation controls another, they are considered to be a single corporation. If the same person or people own or control multiple corporations, only one of those corporations may register to be a third party in the municipality. There is no restriction against family members or campaign staff of candidates registering as a third party advertiser. However, third party advertising must be done independently of the candidate. If a person chooses or If a person with close ties to a candidate wishes to register, they should consider how these activities may look to the public and how they would be able to demonstrate that they were not working in coordination with the candidate. Okay. Uh, So that was all very technical, which, of course, um, some of these things need to be, and and it's good that they are. But can you give us an example of what a third-party advertisement or a third-party advertiser might look like. Yeah, so if you're a business owner and you want to support or oppose a candidate's campaign, you would simply register as a third-party advertiser and do your own advertising for that campaign. Okay, so if I was uh, the owner of uh, Mark's Pizza Shop and I was in opposition to a particular candidate, I would register as a third-party advertiser and then I could... um, you know, do social paid social media ads, paid newspaper ads, paid radio ads saying don't vote for X or whatever my position may be. Um, But I need to register in order to do that. Yes, that's correct. If I don't register and I do those things, um, what would I need to know as a third party advertiser uh, about, you know, making sure that I'm registered Mm -hmm. and and what rules I would need to follow to make sure that, um, you know, I'm within the boundaries of what I'm allowed to do. Yeah, no problem. So there's information that's outlined within the Municipal Elections Act that sets out restricted restricted period for third-party advertising as well as penalties that are um, identified with that. So the restriction period runs from May 1st in the year of an election to the close of voting day. So for the 2022 municipal election, its restriction period is May 1st, 2022 to the close of voting October 24th, 2022. So candidates can begin filing their nominations as of May 1st. If any individual or group wanted to spend money before that on signs or advertisements supporting someone, 
who intended to become a candidate or someone who they hoped would become a candidate, the third-party advertising rules would not apply. However, once the restriction period becomes May 1st, any signs or other advertisements would have to be taken down or discontinued. Uh, so also available, which we could provide if anyone is looking for it, there is a third-party advertiser's guide that's available in the clerk's division. Okay, I think that would probably be a very helpful guide for anybody who wants to yeah. register as a third party. Um, and of course, this doesn't mean, you know, me having a conversation or, you know, uh, whoever having a conversation with their neighbors saying, oh, I can't stand this person, don't vote for them. Or, hey, have you heard what so-and-so saying? Let's vote for them. That's not third party advertising. That's It's only if there's money being paid to produce a sign, a billboard, et cetera. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so you've laid out kind of uh, the steps needed to be taken to register as a third-party advertiser. You've uh, let us know kind of what the parameters are uh, for those who, who wish to register as a third-party advertiser to, to navigate within. What, if any, consequences exist for those who break the third-party advertising rules? Mm -hmm. So uh, I previously mentioned, but it's enforcement is done through the Municipal Elections Act, and it's done through the courts, actually. So the Ministry of Municipal Affairs and Housing does not have a role in investigating these in, um, elections or determining penalties, but there are automatic penalties under the Municipal Elections Act. So the third-party advertiser, say they fail to file their financial statements by the end of the 30-day grace period, period, um, they fails or fails to apply to the courts for an extension, um, the penalty to the individual would is that they won't be eligible to register as a third party in the 2026 municipal election. So other things with regards to financial statements, if it shows that the third party, party advertiser had exceeded spending limit or there was a turnover in their surplus, again, this is something that could be subject to a penalty. Um, it's a, if a person is convicted of committing an offense, they may be subject to also these penalties, a fine up to $25,000, up to six months in pr prison, inability to register as a third-party advertiser during the next election, and ineligibility to vote or run in the next election as well. So if a corporation or trade union, union is convicted of committing an offense, they may be subject to a fine up to $50,000, um, ineligibility to register to be a third-party advertiser, advertiser in the next election. And then if any third-party advertiser is convicted of exceeding the spending limit, they may also be fined the amount by which they exceeded the, the limit. Wow. So there are some pretty uh, heavy-handed um, consequences should yeah. uh, people not follow those, uh, those directions outlined in, in the Municipal Act. So uh, I would say it's probably a good idea if anybody is considering registering as a third-party advertiser to review the guide, and if they still have questions, contact the clerk's office to make sure that uh, they understand everything so that they can avoid any unnecessary um, penalties or fines, because I would imagine there's probably uh, some areas where People just might not think that it's outside the boundaries, but it turns out that it is. So um, always give a double check. So thank you to our clerk, Tara Stevens, for going over third-party advertising. And for all things Welland Elections, you can visit the website at welland.ca.